This is KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzay Torah. This is Ezra Beck, the weekly shiur on the Ramban, the Parashat HaShavua. Parashat Vayigash. And the Pasuk, the Ramban that I will talk about today, is on the Pasuk about Yaakov Avinu when he begins his journey from Eretz Israel, from Eretz Kanaan to Mitzrayim after being called by Yosef. Perek Memvav, Pasuk Aleph. Vayisa Israel b'chod ha-shelo, vayavo be'er ha-shava, vayizbach zevachim l'elohei aviv Yitzhak. Yisrael, meaning Yaakov, is traveling with all his peoples, everything that he has. And he comes to Be'er Sheva. Because apparently he left Hebron, Kiyat Arba. He's going towards Egypt. And he comes to Be'er Sheva. And in Be'er Sheva, Vayizbach Zevachim Lelohei Aviv Yitzhak. He sacrifices, sacrifices to the God of his father Yitzhak. In response, the next passage says, Vayomer Elohim Yisrael b'marot halayla Vayomer Yaakov Yaakov Vayomer Hineni Vayomer Anochi Ha'el Elohei Avicha Al Tira Meirda Mitzrayma Kedai Goy Gadol Asim Chasham Anochi Ereidim Cham Mitzrayma Vanochi Alcha Gam Alo VeYosef Yashit Yado Alinecha God strengthens Yaakov in his journey to Mitzrayim and promises him that he will he will he will return. The Ramban. The focus of the Ramban's comment is on the expression "Vayizbach zevachim leLohei Aviv Yitzchak," and of course the question is, and Rashi also refers to this as, "Why is the God to whom Yaakov is sacrificing called Elokei Aviv Yitzchak, the God of his father Yitzchak?" Ramban quotes Rashi: "Hayav adam mechvod Aviv yoter mechvod zekino fichach talab Yitzchak v'lo b'Avraham." Rashi explains why it says Yitzchak, Elokei Yitzchak, and not Elokei Avraham. And Rashi answers, he's quoting Chazal, Chayav Adam b'chvod Aviv Yotam b'chvod Zkino. It was, it was Kibur Av, it was the covered of his father, greater than the covered of his grandfather, was Chayiv, or is obligated more covered to one's father than to one's grandfather, and therefore Yaakov paid sacrifice to Elokei Aviv Yitzchak. That's Rashi. And the Ramban doesn't like that, disagrees. Ve'einenu maspik. Because it doesn't explain the point. She'ra'ui lomar l'elohei avotav b'li she'yichayd adam. Ramban says the question here is not why it says Yitzhak and not Avraham. The question is why it says anybody. It should say, Elokei avotav. And then he, 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 he quotes, he quotes Yaakov later on. Who says, Elohim Asher Tachu Avotai Lefanav Avraham VeYitzchak, Uvudfilato Amar Elohei Avi Avraham Elohei Avi Yitzchak. So he refers to both of them, Avraham and Yitzchak, or just Avotai. So the question is not if you have to pick one, why pick Yitzchak rather than Avraham, but why, in fact, mention one at all? One prays to the God of one Father, as we say, as we daven, Elokei Avoteinu, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov. Oh, Yomah, Vayizbarz Vachim Lashem. Why, in fact, would it 
it makes sense, but why even mention the God of one's fathers, not just God? Why are we going into details about the fathers and the relationship of God to his one's fathers and through that to him? And therefore, the Ramban has a different explanation and this is our topic for today. Aval. Apasuk hazeh yesh bo sod yigalu lanu oto sham bebreishit rabba. So this pasuk is is disclosing to us a secret. The word sod in the Ramban means is a reference to the Kabbalah of the Ramban. Uh, but in this case, I think a minor reference. In other words, he doesn't say, this is al-derech ha'emet, this is my special Kabbalistic explanation. He says, this is a sod. It means we're going to have to, I think the first time this year that I've been giving this series, where I will somewhat, to the best of my abilities, limited abilities, uh, at least mention the Kabbalistic background to Ramban's comment, but we're not actually interested in, in the Kabbalah itself, in the sod itself, or what it says about Yaakov Avinu, what the Ramban is trying to tell us about uh, what's taking place here. And the Ramban then explains as follows. Ki kashir ba Yaakov laredet Mitzrayim ra'a ki hagalut yathil bo uvezalo. This I think is the main point of the Ramban. The Ramban says that Yaakov, and I think there's an emphasis here on Yaakov and not on the other people who are with Yaakov. But he says, Yaakov Avinu, when he's now going to see his son, who he hasn't seen for for 20 somewhat years. But Yaakov perceives, Ra'ah, that at that point, the Galut is beginning. The exile is beginning for him and for his children. And I want to remind you what we said last week. That technically speaking, the Ramban interprets the Pasuk, Ki ger yezaracha be'eretz lo lahem, that Setavam Avinu, that your descendants will be strangers in a land, not theirs, strangers in a strange land, that that begins with the birth of Yitzchak, because living in Eretz Yisrael, living in Eretz Kenan, is Eretz lo lahem. So Yaakov, all his life, has been living in Eretz lo lahem in a strange land. But that's not Galut. He's living in Eretz Yisrael, and as Ramban, that we talked about last week, said, that was a choice because it's Eretz Hanifcheret. Politically, socially, sociologically, uh, in terms of one's inheritance, in terms of one's home, yes, it's not home for them. Because it's Eretz Kanan, not Eretz Yisrael. But it's not Galut. And if I think the word galut that Laman is using here is a spiritual designation. It's not, he's now leaving Eretz Hanifcheret and he's going to galut. Galut is the opposite of Eretz Hanifcheret. Uh, undoubtedly, it's less home, but that's, neither of them is home. It's also true that there is going to be the avadum ve'inuotam. There's going to be the oppression, which only takes place in Egypt and not in Eretz Canaan. But Laman doesn't mention only the oppression, and sure, the oppression doesn't begin yet. And Yaakov is not personally going to experience the oppression. In any event, he knew his children would be oppressed. But what happens the day he moves to Egypt is begins Galut. Galut means Galut Mehashchina. It means exile from being 
underneath the countenance of God. Upachad mimenu. And Yaakov experiences fear. And that is the emotion that lies behind the Pasuk Vayizbach Zivachim Lelokei Aviv Yitzchak. The reason why Yaakov is sacrificing sacrifices in Be'er Sheva is because of this fear. The fear that he has that he's leaving the land of God, that he's leaving Eretz Hanifcheret and he's going into Galut. The word pachad does not appear in this pasuk. However, in other pasukim, when Yaakov Avinu refers to his father, to the God of his father, it's called pachad aviv Yitzchak. Yaakov swears So here it just says lelokei aviv Yitzchak, but Ramban knows, and therefore slides in without even so much as an admission that he's changing somewhat the language of the Pasuk, that Yaakov Avinu is sacrificing sacrifices to the God of his father Yitzchak, that's the God who's called Pachad Aviv Yitzchak. Pachad means God. Pachad Aviv Yitzchak is he who, in terms of Pshat, he whom his father Yitzchak had fear of, namely God, fear, awe. But only the God of Yitzchak is called Pachad. And Ramban now, in terms of the Ramban's Kabbalistic orientation, the different midot, different attributes of God, relate at different times to the world or dominant in relationship to the world. And also are the different personal midot of different people, of different fathers. So the God of Yitzchak was, of course, the one God, but the God who was revealed to Yitzchak, the midah, the attribute of God, which is associated with Yitzchak, is Pachad. And therefore the God of Yitzchak is called Pachad Yitzchak. And the reason for that is, what we, many of us are, are, are familiar with, it's found in, in the Medrash, the Midah Yitzchak is Gevura. Uh, and Gevura and Pachad for the Raman go together. Because it's Midat Hadin. Okay, that, so much for the Kabbalistic background. We'll come back to this a little bit later. But Yitzchak represents, in terms of his relationship to God and, and the God that he introduced to the world, was the God of Midat Hadin, of, of justice, a certain amount of stern justice. The God who elicits pachad, fear, because it's Gevura, Din, and not Rachamim. Chesed. And since Yaakov is experiencing pachad in himself, he's trembling at it's, it's like a, it's like a, the anxiety. Maybe that's a better word. The, the anxiety that Yaakov experiences, deep-seated anxiety, upon leaving Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, he sacrifices. To the God who he he feels he's going, you know, he's relating to now. Midat Hadin. You're going to a land of 
where the relationship with God will not be the loving, close relationship that Yaakov experiences in Eretz Israel. Maman in, in, in other places says that the Midah of Yaakov, as opposed to Midah of Yitzchak, the Midah of Yaakov is what Yaakov says, Halokim asher oti the God who shepherded me, guided me, held my hand, so to speak, from all my life, me'odi, from when I was created until this very day. The personal God of Yaakov is a very close, I guess we would call it chesed, rachamim, haro'eoti me'odi v'adayom hazeh. Technically speaking, I do, do not wish to distort the man in any way, the man says midat of Yaakov is emet, or emunah, or tiferet, in terms of the sefirot, for those of you who have some of a background in Kabbalah, it's the third midah, chesed gvura, tiferet. Abraham is chesed, Yitzchak is gvura, and Yaakov is tiferet. But in any event, it's, it's it's very close. You know that God is watching over you all the time, as God had promised him when he met him in Beit El. And he said to him, I'll be with you. That was the God that Yaakov had, had experienced. And now he's leaving Eretz Yisrael and he suspects, not suspects in his head, I think he feels it in the deep-seated uh, 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 chambers of his heart that he's, he's going to lose that midah because he's not living in the land of God. The, 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 there's a distance between the way God will relate to him in Mitzrayim and the way he felt when he was living in, and the way he knew was true, when he was living in, in Eretz Yisrael, in God's hands. And so he knows that his relationship is now, is going to be with the God of his father, of Yitzchak. Different kind of relationship. And he fears it. He fears the relationship, and he fears, he fears the God, and he therefore sacrifices to somehow I don't know what to say. To somehow fix, to somehow ameliorate that situation. As Ramban will explain in his own words. The purpose of these sacrifices is to ameliorate the Midat Hadin which is set against him, set opposite him. In other words, these aren't sacrifices of joy. These aren't sacrifices of thanks. These aren't even sacrifices of religious expression, of, uh, of, of, of closeness to God. These are sacrifices of petition, a sacrifice that's attempting to bring more rachamim, more mercy, to counterbalance the domination of Midat Adin. And unless and, and I not be understood, Midat Adin is not a bad thing. I mean, it was, it was the God of Yitzchak. God's justice is, 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 is God's divinity. We wouldn't want to have a God who wasn't the God of justice. But it's a scary relationship. The God of justice is, is strict, stern, demanding. And Yaakov knows that it's not going to be necessarily good that there is a Gezerah that says that in Egypt, in fact, the Midat Hadin will result eventually in 
massive oppression of Shibud Mitzrayim. But I think the Rabban's point is personal here. He's not praying that the Jews should not be enslaved in Egypt. He knows it's going to happen. He's praying for himself. Yaakov Avinu has a relationship with God which is really different. He's felt how everywhere he went, God was right next to him, holding his hand, protecting him from all evil. And he's, he knows that in Mitzrayim that won't be true, or he feels it won't be true, because he's switching over to now to Midat Hadin, which doesn't give you that close comfort, loving embrace. And therefore, Vayizbach Zvachim, Lelokei Aviv Yitzchak. Sheva, he didn't do it when he left Hebron, Kirat Arba. He only did it when he came to Beersheba. Shehu Beit Tfila La'avotav. Again, Ramban says, because Beersheba is not Yaakov's natural place for communicating with God. We all know which place in Eretz Israel is the place that Yaakov communicates with God. Beit El. Whatever Beit El means. This is a machloket. Ramban discusses it at length. In Tashat Vayetzei, is Beitel Yerushalayim or Beitel Beitel? Ramban thinks Beitel is Yerushalayim, but it's not Beersheva. Yaakov met God in Beitel when he left. He came back to Beitel and built a Mizbech in Beitel when he came back. Beitel is the place where Yaakov is close to God. So why now in Beersheva? It's the place of his fathers. Yitzchak lived in Beitel or near, in, in Beersheva. Close to the desert, as did Abraham for great periods of time, and Abraham also had had prayed to God there. When when Yaakov left Eretz Yisrael the first time to go to Chavan, there also he had requested permission, according to the Ramban, in Beersheva. Check in the Ramban in the beginning of Vayetze. The Ramban explains the relationship between Vayetze Yaakov. Uh, 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 and only later to say he came to Beitel. So it's the place where you take leave of God, not the place where you come close to God. But when you're you're leaving, you're you're going out of God's comforting shadow. When you're leaving God's comforting shadow, Beersheba is the place. At least for at least for Yaakov, it's the place. And it's a place where his fathers, or specifically his father, Yitzhak, who, who had a close relationship with a God who was Midat Adin. And therefore, Yaakov, therefore, at that place, sacrifices the sacrifices to the God of his father, Yitzhak, who he knows is now going to be his God. And he needs to, to, to relate, to find a way to relate to that God in a manner which will support him in his galut that he's going. Now the Ramban has another point in here. Once again, we're going to have to uh, do a little bit of, of, of Kabbalah to understand it. It says, Zevachim is, is a specific word. It means sacrifices. Okay, but, but it has a particular connotation for the Ramban. The word Zevach, he says, means a Shlamim. In Vayikra, all the time, it says Zevach Shlamim, Zevach Shlamim. A zevach is a koban shlamim, as opposed to a koban ola. 
The halachic difference is that an olah is burnt completely on the mizbeach, and shlamim are shared. The 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 meat of the shlamim is eaten. A part of it, part is burnt for God, and part is eaten by the person who brought the korban. All of his fathers, all their kobanot had been olot. The man is implying that this is the first shlamim in history. Ki Avraham olotikriv. Avraham, all of Avraham's sacrifices were olot. Verabateinu amru, it's based on a, on, 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 on a Gemara. Zvachim tafkuf tetzayin mad alif. Lo ikrivu b'nei noach shlamim, olotikrivu. The Gemara says that before Matan Torah, b'nei noach, non-Jews only sacrificed olot. And not Shalamim. This is a phrase that makes no sense in chat, and therefore it is justified for us that we explain what the man really means here. What does the Shalamim do? The word Shalamim means peace. Peace offerings is the way it's translated in English translations. Shlamim al lahashlim elav kol hamidot. Okay, the Ramban's belief, the Ramban's explanation, kabbalistically for korban shlamim, is that it combines the different midot. It's the achdut. It creates the unity of what appears to be the very opposing, contradictory midot of God. Rachamim v'din. For instance, that, that's the main. That's the main distinction that's being done here: mercy and justice. Shlamim who mashlim it makes peace mashlim elav kol hamidot. Kamoshe Darshu is quoting a a lashon chazal sefri. Shlamim shemitilim shalom ba'olam. Shlamim bring peace to the world. The Bible explains that to mean the upper world, not the lower world, or the upper world as well. It creates peace in the in the what appears to be the the wars of heaven, the battle between din and. And, and Chesed. So, the forefathers, Noach, and Avam and Yitzhak, had sacrificed Olot. Olot, Ram doesn't here explain what it means. He does explain it, he refers to it obliquely in Parshat Tzav, in Sefer Vayikra. The Olah uh, is designed to bring upon the person who brings the sacrifice, Shechina. The, the, the outpouring of influence from God. The Ullah is totally burnt to God. It goes up. And in response, God showers himself on the person who brought the Koban. Shlamim has a very different purpose. In other words, Ullah is a religious expression. When you want to, uh, when you want to have a relationship with God, when you want, uh, among others, Ravan says it brings Parnasa. It brings blessing from God. You give something to God, you give it completely to God. The Ole, Ola Kishmo. You simply send things away, you give everything to God. It creates a bridge between man and God. Shlamim has a very particular theurgic influence in the Ramban's Kabbalistic theology. It's Mashlim etamidot. Specifically for Yaakov, what's he saying? Yaakov is facing Midat din that's what he thinks. He's facing a situation where God will be mostly Midat din 
So he sacrifices to me that adin, lepachad Yitzchak Aviv, but he gives me that adin shlamim. He is combining the midat adin to whom he is uh, praying, to whom he's sacrificing, combining it with midat arachamim. Okay, that, that's all for the Kabbalah. We've gone more than Ramban would probably permit us to do, and I think I probably said more than I even understand. But I want to come back to the part that I do understand. Let's go back to Pshat now. What Ramban here is saying is that Yaakov Avinu is fearful, apprehensive, anxious. And therefore, he turns himself away, or, or he doesn't turn to the God that he's familiar with, the God of loving kindness, of, of comfort, of, of guidance, shepherding. But he appeals to the God of his father. Well, of course, it's the same God. When, I don't want any, anyone to imagine that. I, we're talking about more than one God here. But the aspect of God, who is Midat Hadin, and he's basically praying that that Midat Hadin should be mitigated as much as possible by Midat HaRachamim, with which he is more familiar. And I think the Ramban here is implying that it's a very particular problem of Yaakov. I would imagine that Yaakov's sons, they're leaving Canaan where there's no food. They're going to Egypt where there is food. Families being reunited. They don't have these apprehensions. For them it's an adventure. Basically a good move. The future, I, I don't know if they know the the prophecy that God told Avam Avinu Avadum ve'ignu Otama or if they don't know it. Maybe they do, but they're not particularly concerned about it. Economically, they're moving up in the world. And uh, they're young, and they think they can handle it. And uh, they're setting off for Egypt. But Yaakov, the old Yaakov, who has suffered so much in the last years, and, and, and knows... He, he has his relationship with God in good times and in bad times where God is with him and protects him and now he's going out into the dark cold night called Mitzrayim and Yaakov in his heart is shuddering and I don't think anybody around him is really sharing that with him and at that point, he appeals to God, and Ramban explains what the answer is. By Yomer Elokim Yisrael, the word Elokim, Ramban, as opposed to Hashem, means Midat Adin. That was the God to whom he appeals, the God to whom he answered him. Bimarot Alayla, an unnecessary phrase, just because said that God answered Israel, but it says he answered him Bimarot Alayla from the dark, from the darkness of night. Yes, it is the darkness of night. That's where you're going. You're moving from, from day to, to night. You're moving from, from the light of the sun of Eretz Yisrael to the darkness of Mitzrayim. But God answered them and says to him, Yaakov, Yaakov, says, I am indeed the God of your father. You appeal to me, I'm the one who's answering you. But do not be afraid. He says to him, that you do not need to be to fear the Elokei Avicha as your father. He had pachad, but not yira. He wasn't. He didn't suffer from it. Do not fear this new midah to which you are going to be subject. Ki anochi eiredim chamitzrayma, 
It's true, I am, I am taking you down. You're not going. I am taking you down to Mitzrayim. But I will also ensure and bring you back. I will bring you back up. Indeed, back up. I will definitely bring you, bring you back up. We'll skip a little bit in the Ramban, who uh, explains the meaning of the Midrash that Rashi quoted. According to his own explanation of what that means, uh, that refers to the Midah of Yitzchak and as opposed to Midah of Abraham, why that Yaakov had to speak to the Midah of Yitzchak, as we just explained, the Midah of the Pachad, the Midah of the Yirah, the Midah of the, of the, of the Din. And then he, he, when explaining the God's answer, he says, Anochia kele lokea vicha. When God said to him, I am the God of your father, Kihu akel beit el, Ashramanu becharan, Anochi akel beit el, Asher mashach tasham atzeva. For who alokea vicha? Who Hashem, vehi hamida. But says, God said to him, I'm the same God. It, it, it's two aspects. We relate to God differently at different times and the different avot are different, different relationships. But, but, Yeshrak alokim achad. And Laman says, when he said, Anochi akel okea vicha, I'm the same God who was Hakel Beit El. When you were in Chavan, the last time you were in Chuslavitz, I came to you and I said, Anochi Hakel Beit El Hashem Ashat Hashem Atzeva. So, Elokei Avicha, yes, there'll be a different uh, manifestation. You'll, you'll feel differently. You'll see God differently. There's a different manifestation. But behind that, I'm still Elokei Beit Ha'el Beit El. I'm still the God who spoke to you Mitel and said, I'll take care of you. And in the Midat Adin, there will still be the Chesed and the Tiferet, the, the divine protection. And therefore, Anochi Ereid Imacham Mitzrayma. Incidentally, a very famous Pasuk, and one comments about it uh, afterwards. A Pasuk that says that God goes down with Yaakov to Mitzrayim. Lo ani oridu otcha Mitzrayim, anechi eyred imecha Mitzrayma. As Chazal say, when they go, Jews go into Galut, shchinai mahem. God says, I, the God of Eretz Yisrael, is the God who is going with you. With you. To Chutzah, it's vanochi a'alcha gam, gam, gam alo. Hu Hashem vehi amida. He should not be afraid in Egypt. It's true, it's din, but he, but din isn't always bad. He will be found. Um, he will be exonerated. There, there is din. There is justice. There is a trial, but you can win in a trial. There will be inui, there will be oppression, but there also will be redemption. That's why it says, uh, The God who is with you and the God who judges you, the same God will take you out because He will. I will bring you through the trial 
It's a time of trial. It's not a time of, of chesed. It's not a time of wonderfulness. It's not a time of grace. It's a time of trial. But the God who is your God will be with you in the time of trial. He's the God who's trying you. But he's also the God who's with you in the time of trial. Vanochi a'alcha gam I think if we now ignore the different Kabbalistic references here, just look at the psychological pshat explanation of Yaakov taking these very hesitating steps uh, against his will. To leave Eretz Yisrael, to leave the comfort, the spiritual comfort, of being underneath God's hand, of being close to God, of feeling God's grace and warmth, and, and protection, protective envelope. He's going out into the cold, dark land of Mitzrayim, which he knows. It's not even a feeling. He knows it's going to be bad. As God had promised Abraham Avinu, and told him in advance. And Yaakov goes, and at the last minute on the border, he speaks to the God whom he has been with all these years, and he speaks to the, quotation marks, new God, the God of Din, the God which incites fear and trembling in his heart, and does hashlama. He, 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 in his own heart, he puts the two together. What we call Yichud Hashem. He unifies his image of God. He, he forces himself, and according to the Kabbalah, forces God, or, or makes God, to combine those two midot and God answers him accordingly. That when you go into Galut and it appears to be the outside manifestation is din, justice, trial, even oppression, but within that envelope there still exists, there still follows you because it is one, because your shlamim express the truth, the unity of also the God of Chesed, the God of Tif Evet, the God of Haro'eo Timi Kol Yom, and therefore Nachon, Anochi, when God's midah goes from Rachamim to Din, so the Rachamim goes into the Din. And therefore, the it's never lost. The future Gula is implicit in the Galut. That's it for today. A bit of a difficult Rabban today. But a very, very beautiful and very, very perspicacious one, both on the individual level of Yaakov Avinu and also of Am Yisrael. We'll be back next week with more insights into the Vana La Pasha. This has been Ezra Bek. Wishing you a call to, you listening to KMTT. Kimitzion, Tetzetora, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim.